0: everybody. This is Pam at the Paper Outpost, and this is the Paper Outpost podcast, the joy of junk journals. I hope you're having a fabulous day. I am on my way back home from visiting with a dear friend, and um, I'm very excited to get back to the craft table and have some fun. And why is it? Why is it when you are doing something like driving all of a sudden you get all these great craft ideas because you have a few minutes to think by yourself on your own and of course you can't grab a piece of paper and pencil and write it down or anything like that because you're driving and uh, that would not be a wise choice so it's kind of funny how when we get into these relaxed spaces like Let's say we're going for a walk or we go for a bike ride or we're doing our grocery shopping and our hands are full and, you know, we're loading the cart and this and that. And of course that's bing, when the new idea hits. And of course you've got nowhere to capture it because of your occupied hands, eyes, ears, body habitus at the moment. And this hap- I'm sure this happens to many people and I know it happens to me all the time. Okay. So I've had about three ideas on the way home. And I'm like thinking, Oh I God, I got, to remember that one because that's a good one. I got I got to save it somehow. I want to try that. I want to play with that. I want to do that. And I want to share it with everybody. Cause I think that would be so much fun and I got nowhere to capture it. So, okay. Okay. What are my options? I could actually just note record it, but it is, I've been, uh, fuddling with my phone on the way home. Um, you know, number one, working my automation, my navigation and, uh, Um, Number two, trying to listen to a podcast myself and, um, you know, working that. And it's very cumbersome when you're trying to drive and do all this stuff, too. So I don't want to keep my take my eyes off the road because I do want to get home and be able to craft again. So um, (laughs) so that's kind of the conundrum. But there's this thing that I don't always remember that i can do but it's something i learned a long time ago and maybe some of you have come across this in life i'm sure you have somewhere some way shape or form maybe you were trying to remember things memorize lists things like that Uh, but they're called memory pegs and um basically it's a memory system and um it's um a way to remember things when you don't have a pencil and paper so i try and use those because it's very helpful and um Basically, in a nutshell, the way this one that I use works is you have to memorize 10 things. And if you can remember 10 things, 10 items, and they give you the list of specific items, um, you can remember as many things as you want forever. And you can remember specifically number 42 or number 13 or number 87. And uh, there's many different ways to do this. But, um, this one particular one that I happened to learn when I was younger, I've always kind of kept in my back pocket. It's great for grocery shopping. It's great for when you get those ideas that you don't want to forget. And, uh, so what do you do to capture your crafty ideas? Because, you know, maybe they hit you when you're just jumping in the car and driving over to see Sally down the street and, and, you know, like, Oh man, that would be really cool to try. And, uh. You know, you got nothing, you know, I maybe maybe you don't have memory pegs. Maybe you don't even have your cell phone with you. Or maybe you're a really good driver and don't even play with your cell phone while you're while you're driving and you're just focusing on your driving. And uh What do you, what do you do with your crafty idea? Do you try and remember it later? Or do you talk to Sally about it the minute you get there because Sally likes to craft too. And you kind of talk about the idea and share the idea. Or does the idea just drift off into into the mist and like from whence it came and it's just gone. (laughs) (laughs) But you know, thankfully it has friends and there are always other ideas. And um, you know, sometimes you just gotta settle into that, that um, inspiration will come again. And it comes in many forms. And you never know what's going to trigger a little inspiration. So, yeah, that's pretty much um, where my little crafty brain is today. It's kind of, you know... Um, it was good to get away and um, be in a different environment and uh, think of other things for a while because it kind of clears the head and clears the decks and refreshes the brain and kind of shakes out the cobwebs and things like that so it's almost like cleaning your your craft desk you know what I mean it's like a mental house cleaning it's getting chilly in the car I need to warm it up okay wait I'm 71 that's too cold see now I gotta I gotta fuss with that hold on chilly here in Florida. I know nobody feels sorry for me. I totally get that. And, um, but for this thin blood, um, she needs a little more heat in the car right now. That guy's getting a little close to me. You go over there, buddy. Um, okay. So, um, yeah, just kind of, kind of coming back into the crafting world and taking a few days away from it. And then coming back to it makes me feel all refreshed and excited to get back into it. And I'm thinking, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm trying to take stock. Am I am I am I making progress in my craft room, cleaning it? I mean, how many organizational videos have I done so far? Have I done ten yet? I don't think I've done ten. Maybe I've done around ten. Maybe somewhere between somewhere between five and ten for sure. I'd imagine. Um, so I must be making some headway. And I have to admit, the drawers that I have cleaned. They're a, a joy to go into, and the, doors, the drawers that I have not cleaned, there's like that, ugh, you know what I mean? Like that, ugh, feeling where you are you you pull, you sort of pull open the drawer because it'll half let you open the drawer because you got so much stuff crammed in the drawer, um, and you're not even sure you, you can even think of going in the drawer because it's just so hard. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just so hard to get the drawer open and closed. So, yeah, okay um bringing more organization coming into this um time of well let's say like in january i do four or five drawers in january i'm still not even nearly done it's gonna take me 100 years to get this craft room clean but you know what well, uh you know it's okay that's fine that's fine It doesn't all have to be done in one day. No, you know, it's not, it's not like the time isn't absorbed doing other things and they're good, healthy, crafty things. So it's okay. It's all good. Um, and I'm, I'm further than I was before. Yep. That's right. I have a few drawers handled. So life is, is getting better. And, uh, the, you know, I, I did do the garage, so the garage is handled. So that's really good. That's at least good for another year before I muck it up again. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. So, um, um, making progress there and capturing new little ideas as they flutter through, listening to that little creative voice, capturing those little ideas. First, there's listening to the voice. You just have to be aware the voice is there, whispering in your ear, the little craft angels as they do. They're so sweet. And uh, then capturing them and, and, and logging them so that they you don't have to cut in front of me. Yeah, apparently he does. He has to cut right in front of me. Okay, there you go. All right, you're going to get home 10 seconds earlier because of that great move. Um, So capturing them so that on another day, you can actually go explore. So here's a take. I've been capturing a lot of ideas in my this little homemade journal that I have that is very, it's not decorated. It uses plain paper. It's has no fancy cover. It's just like a cloth cover. Um, you know, I, I mean, I made it. I made it from scratch, but and, and I love it because of its beautiful, natural, neutral, basic, utilitarian feel and use. And I really do use it. And I've been capturing every idea that I think of, that you guys think of. I just keep writing them down in this book. And I have them separated into new video ideas, new podcast ideas, new journal ideas, new like da-da-da-da-da. I have these these page tabs. And um, so sometimes I go in there and I bounce around. Like I'll go into my new video, like my what am I going to make next on a video section. And I look at it and I say, okay, um, well, here's, this is fun. That sounds like fun. And I kind of look for what... I get excited about at the moment but this year I thought I would push my own little creative envelope a little bit more and instead of like just bouncing around doing like what I'm drawn to or what I like I thought I would just take the next four in the list and make my make myself be creative about them. Because sometimes when you are presented with a scenario your your creative brain can really have a lot of fun and hang on, I gotta change okay you really have a lot of fun and get triggered about new things that you wouldn't have thought of if you just picked something because you liked it and it's almost like a challenge to yourself you know this is like okay let me put this idea in front of me and there's just me and this idea in a room, and what's going to happen? I mean, what is going to become of this? Will anything become of this? Will this go anywhere? Will this be a fun experience? Will I be pulling my hair out at the end? I don't know, I don't know, because I haven't experienced it yet, but it takes me to a new place that I haven't really played with much yet, and I like that idea because one of the best meals I ever made, or at least the response I got, and and this doesn't say much for my cooking, was uh, there was one packet of chicken, salt, pepper and garlic and that was it and this was a a long time ago an old boyfriend we were he we he was moving out of his place and that was all that was left in the kitchen and he's like I got nothing I got nothing to eat and I'm like yeah you do we can whip something up with this so oh and yeah he had butter butter garlic salt and pepper and the chicken so I I just I gotta change lanes now okay pay attention Pam. Naples. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Um, so I made this chicken and you know, I just sauteed it up and, and in the butter and oh, Hey, what's not good in butter. Right. So, um, uh, with garlic and, and it was quite flavorful. So it was, um, and he really liked it and he was so surprised it was made out of basically nothing, just the scraps that were there. And, uh, that made me start to realize that, Hmm, maybe it isn't about having, you know, so much stuff and all these pretty things. Maybe it's just about really getting creative with what you got. And, uh, so I thought that I, that approach I can take to many different aspects in the creative world. And, and um, maybe this is something to think about or, or play within your old own world. Like when you get a creative idea, Um, And you start capturing these these ideas. Um, Do you pick your favorite one or do you go down your list or how do you approach it? So I'm going to try approaching it from going down the list and taking just like the next four for the next week, whatever it is, or next three, whatever it is. And, um, okay, I'm going to go in and I'm going to play with these ideas. And I'm just going to roll them around in my head and and kind of use, you know, the head machinery to see what it'll come up with. Because sometimes, like I said, when you're left alone in the room with just you... And the idea and your creativity and your imagination and uh, your playfulness and your willing to expand and stretch and explore and see where it can take you can sometimes come up with some pretty cool stuff. And um, so, uh, you know, we're going to be seeing some of that. So... You know, hang on to your bootstraps. That's all I can say. You never know where this is going to lead. So that's a little bit of the playfulness I'm trying to bring into. It doesn't sound very playful. It sounds painful, doesn't it, for some reason? But it's not. It's like I'm actually excited about it. It's like the chicken. It's like the chicken and the butter and the garlic. There wasn't much there. But out of that came something wonderful. And I don't know why it was wonderful. Maybe it was just great chicken and it had nothing to do with the way I put it together. But it doesn't matter because as long as you know, the outcome makes you feel good or you had fun during, during the process, even if the outcome isn't good, who cares? Um, but if you had fun or the outcome is good, I consider those both wins and I will take them. And, uh, um, uh, yes. So, uh, there's a stretch. There's, uh, I don't know, just a, my little take on create creative ideas and creativity. And, uh, also, um, there's a lot of stuff in my craft room that I don't play with and I really want to play with it I want to play with the papers that I have have gotten ignored play with the different fibers um there's a lot of papers I have that have different textures and I completely forget I have them and I I really I want to have fun with them and uh huh, something very strange here going on the side of the road It's like ooh, I don't know what that is some kind of military operation or something and um so, pulling deeply into those little cup, cubbies, pulling out that paper, I forgot I stuffed way back there in the cubby, and pulling it out and having some fun with it. So there's, there's a million things to be explored in our spaces that we forget we have, or that we stowed away, that we stuck under, that we shoved under, that we pushed over there, that we covered up with this, and um, maybe it's time to shed some sunlight on these and give them a chance to breathe and and be rediscovered and recirculated and recreated and reused and repurposed and and all that kind of fun stuff and recycled and and, and just brought back into the universe and uh, given another shot. And uh, let's see what we can make. Um, You know, you think about the old envelope. The old envelope. There's so many things we can do with an envelope. A used envelope or or a fresh envelope, doesn't matter. That little envelope, contains so many possibilities. It's crazy. It's, it's, you know, I mean, just leave you alone in your crafty room with an envelope and let's see what you come up with. How many different things you can do with that envelope? Quite a few, I'll bet. Quite a few. And uh, maybe if we start to take a look at things along those ideas, like everything has a million possibilities. And it doesn't mean we have to keep everything because that can be drowning and suffocating too, because then you never release things to the universe whether you release them by recreating them into something else or you release them because it's time to put them in the garbage because it's just time to put them in the garbage because that's where they need to go it's okay to recirculate and release the energy of what you brought in transform it transmute it um breathe new life into it and then send it out into the universe again so it can land up in somebody else's craft room (laughs) you know (laughs) And it, it can, uh, it can, uh, hopefully reignite or, uh, uh, invigorate somebody else, um, in a different way. I mean, we just never know, um, as we, it's like we all trade stuff. Have you ever thought about that? Um, I think about this sometimes when I used to, uh, do a lot of garage sailing. Oh, I just loved a good, a good garage sale. I used to love having them and I used to love going to them. And, uh, with, you know, COVID obviously I haven't been going to many garage sales at all, but, um uh it it was so much fun and we would always giggle like whoever was there you know we just start talking with them and next thing you know we're completely relating to each other understanding how we get too much stuff and it piles up and we need to let some go and it's time to you know get some elbow room around us again in our space because sometimes we do get too much stuff where we actually have a bigger space than we think to live in but it doesn't feel like it because we got so much stuff and, and the walls are closing in on us because of our stuff and um uh, so i really i do believe that there's like an energy around stuff and it becomes a stagnant energy or it becomes a uh, invigorating energy and we can create our craft rooms or our craft spaces to nourish us or they can, you know, drain us dry of our, our creative energy, and it's very, very important that we tune into whether our space is supporting us or is there a energy drain. And if there is, you got to ask yourself, what is it? Is it just my emotional state, or is it I've got too much stuff because I got all excited about hunting and gathering and collecting and treasure hunting, and now I got all this stuff. Now I got to do something with it. <laughs> or, or is it I can't let anything go? Have I got the big I can't let anything go? thing going on and um, is it I can't let anything go or I won't let anything go or I see the possibility in everything which is a good thing and I want to transmute it into something wonderful but I won't live long enough to transmute every single thing that I have gathered and dragged home and um, placed into my craft area so there's that so always ask yourself, am I coming from a healthy state, from a healthy place? Is the decision I'm making, making um, things better or not? And and uh, kind of try, try that on for size. See what that feels like. Like, okay, so you came home again with another set of stamps from the thrift store. Now you already have a million rubber stamps and you know you didn't need any more. But there was, say, two in that package that you had to have. I mean, they were just like, ba-doing, you know, your little eyeballs went out and your antenna went up and you, you had to have it. And uh, there wasn't anybody who was going to talk you out of that. So the transaction happened, the bag was filled, and you brought it home, okay? I may be self-reflecting here. Um, and then you get home and you realize there's nowhere to put them because every single place that you have to store stamps, of which there are many, possibly too many, is absolutely full and some of the doors you can't close okay so now it comes down to all right we got to make some decisions here some of these are going to stay and some of these are going to go some of these bring joy and some of these just yeah you know they don't really bring that much joy but here's the kicker the kicker is am i going to decide first of all for myself whether i'm going to keep it in my space where are you going buddy you stay over there and um Or am I going to try and decide what somebody else would decide? Uh, You know, are they going to make it stay or make it go? So in other words, if I pass it on in the universe, I could say, well, I'm just going to throw it out. That would be, I decide nobody in the universe wants or needs this. I have made that decision for everyone. There you go. It goes tossed into my garbage can forevermore to become part of a landfill. Okay, so then there's the... Hey, maybe somebody would like this, but how am I going to know who would like this? Um, well, you know, what are my options? I could I could do my famous, put it at the end of the driveway and see if somebody takes it. And that's actually a, a, one of my favorite um, defaults because I know a crafter is going to come along when they're walking their dog or something and that thing will not be there by the morning. So that's kind of one of my favorite ways to do that. Um, and often with the heavier items because... Um, You know it's there's no cost involved in shipping it nobody has to you know that kind of thing and it's instant reward somebody instantly gets to take it home and enjoy it and i kind of think that's cool and then the second thing is well what if i just gift it to people like if i um slip in little extra goodies or something like that in my packages that i send out to people um, little surprise things i mean i don't know if somebody would like a santa stamp Um, a rubber stamp or not. I have no idea. But I'm thinking, well, but they might. And if they did, that's really cool. And if they didn't, they could just pass it along in the universe because maybe they'll know somebody who really likes that sort of thing and not trying to pre-decide for the person who I'm giving it to. Like, well, I think she would like that or I think she would not like that or he would like that or not like that. But let's just see what happens. I mean, you're entirely handing over the um, freedom of choice of whether they like it or not to them. And, um, you know, it's, that's kind of fun. I mean, it's another way we all trade stuff. I mean, what is happy mail? Happy mail is we all trade stuff. Um, garage selling. We all trade stuff. Flea market. We all trade stuff. eBay. We all trade stuff. Um, even Amazon, new stuff. Some people make new stuff, and then we we buy it. So there we traded stuff. We they got money for what we, we bought, and then it becomes used stuff, and then it goes into the circuit of the other things. Um, you know, the flea markets and the antique stores, and um, you know that type of thing. But uh, <clears throat> it's um.